10, 9, ignition sequence starts. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. That's one small step for man, one giant hop for out here having a pint. Craft beer nerds, welcome to Out Here Having a Pint. This is your host, Kevin, and yeah, we're doing another episode. It's been a while. I thought I was going to have to do this podcast solo, but I don't because to my left, we have Kelly. Kelly is in the house. I'm here. I made it. I fast. I'm glad you made it. Yeah. We was holding off. I appreciate that. No tickets? No. No, no. um, I almost got one, but... Were you downshifting like a motherfucker? It was. <laughs> I, dropped, I dropped that speed quick. My car was like... <laughs> it was bad. Oh, man. But I did. I dropped in time. He, he eyeballed me, though. He was standing so, there with his gun. So, with that said, we do not have Kelsey in the house, which she no. is usually with us, but <laughs> she's got to work while I drink. Woohoo! This is a first, actually. This is this is amazing. It come is on, come on, audience. First. Okay, there, there, it is. there they are. There they are. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, sometimes I think uh, Kelsey, she told me not to get too intoxicated because, Kelly, where are we at today? We are at a tap room. A tap room again. So if you have listened to the podcast, I think um, our past four or five episodes previously, we had a tap room in the house. We have them here again. We have Xavier in the house and we have Eric also in the house, guys. How you guys doing? Good. Good? I still just really want a soundboard. Yeah, the soundboard's great. I could put anything on here, man. We do need to get Xavier saying gross recorded this time. <laughs> oh, Remember, yeah. we were supposed to do that last time, and we didn't get it done. I say it a lot. I know, mm. which is why we wanted to add I don't it to rem- the board. I don't remember that conversation. We should oh, add no, it we to totally the board. It was a rough that. day. It was for sure a rough day. <laughs> it, was a, it was a lot. We, we should were, not have been talking to the public. No, we'd been drinking for too long before it started, so yeah. Well, guess what, guys? We're at it again, drinking a lot, and we're still <laughs> we're still drinking to the, or speaking to the public. There, here we go. So, today, we are out here because, what? We have a uh, more brewing in the house today. Guys, do you want to speak? First of all, for those that have not listened to our episode, let's just recap. Tell us how you guys began and what's the concept of this bar uh, for the audience that are listening right now. Hit it, dude. Hit it. Oh, shit, me. Uh, Okay, so basically our entire concept is every month we do like a tap takeover, like what you'll see a, a bar do for like a weekend or maybe a week. Uh, we do it for an entire month, and we try to bring in breweries that are not already in Indianapolis or maybe in Indiana, period. Mm. Um, or little distro. Yeah, a little bit of distro. Or new to or new to the state. Yeah. Basically, try to, uh, I don't know. I don't know what we are. Oh, Hoosiers. Show Hoosiers. Uh, people of Indiana or Indianapolis or whatever. Uh, a brewery they may not be familiar with or, or yeah, just all of that. And do it for a whole month. We try to take on their concepts. We sell their merch. We sell their glassware. We take on their branding. Um, we learn about their beers. We learn about their story. We really try to embody and, you know, take on the persona of that brewery to educate and, and bring that experience. Like if you drove two, three, four, shit, where'd we go? Florida's the farthest. We got 18 uh, hours. God. <laughs> it's such, it's a really bad idea. I don't actually expect anybody else to do it it, it gets a lot but uh if we do it wanna, for you if guys if you want to try go right ahead <laughs> yeah if you if you like to sit in a u-haul for 18 hours 18, 18 hours, hours plus because you gotta do there and backs and stuff like that you know you you go for it but we bring it back for people of indiana uh to just try stuff they haven't tried and elevate the craft beer community since uh there's a whole world out there that we don't uh, get distributed out here yeah, so you guys just reach out to breweries around the United States, try to get them here in Indiana, and then do a whole month of their beers, highlighting their beers. You guys did a whole year of this. When you guys first started, I was like, man, it's a great concept. 
I, and, and I was rooting for you guys for sure. And it's been a year and it almost felt like it's fast. It's like this year is like so fast. gone by quickly. Yeah. And you guys are doing a, um, a beer festival yeah. for all your previous We're really dumb. Breweries. Yeah. <laughs> we said we can't chew anymore. <laughs> but hold on. We'll see if it's, we can fix some instead more. Of try, instead of trying to bring a brewery every month, we're going to get them all at the same freaking time. I think that's awesome, actually. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad really you guys forward did to that. It. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's great. Logistical nightmare is our slogan. It really should just be our name at this point. We've said it. <laughs> we've said logistical nightmare so many times, and it was a joke at first, and we would laugh, and it was endearing when we were sitting here waiting for our Young and to come dumb. through. Yeah, now we're old ago. and drunk. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is a logistical nightmare. <laughs> and then fucking dying in the U-Haul or driving out or flying out or getting stuck. We almost ran out of battery in upstate New York and Eric's Tesla, and it was like 1%. We were gliding into the Charger. Hey, oh, but wow. you know what? We ended up at a dope-ass hot dog place, though. Oh, we mm. really did. It was some of the best hot dogs I've ever had. It was one of the coolest craft beer and hot dog joint oh, in, uh, yeah. in the oh. middle of nowhere right? in, Pe- in Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's right, right off really? the highway. It wasn't the, even like in town. It was like dunk. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like a shack. We had to walk there on the, the highway because we had to wait for his car to charge. So we're sitting on that little spot where you have the white line and the road. And, and then it's maybe so a bike snow. lane, but not really. Oh, yeah. Don't go to Niagara Falls in uh, February. It's a really stupid idea. We did that, too. So you're traveling around, though. You're not just, like, contacting these breweries. You're actually going to these breweries as well, right? No, because, I mean, yep. anybody can just call somebody and say, sure. hey, can I buy some beer? But in, unless you know the people or you meet the people and get a relationship with them who wants to work with somebody for a whole month if you don't like them right for sure so and not even just a month i mean um for anybody that's come into the tap room or or not you know not even heard about us we it is important to us that we keep those relationships open so throughout this last year um we've still worked with the closer accounts we'll be honest because some of them are further away but we're still bringing in perennial narrow gauge uh street side listerman uh, windmill, which while an Indiana brewery is still three hours away from us, so we yeah. we keep these relationships open. And it's it's very important to us that we can keep people's branding alive, and we've got a cooler full of people we've supported or have supported us. And and you know, some of these either people become friends or at this point some feel like family. So it's uh, it's a good chance to just represent our friends and people and. When yep. You guys do a lot of collaborations with the breweries too, right? Yeah, well, we try. Right. Mm-hmm. Have you done one with, you haven't done one with everyone, have you? Not everybody. Right. Not everybody. Sometimes it just doesn't work in everybody's schedule. Right. So, and we understand that. The one so. you did with Arcane was awesome. The Figgy yeah, one? We did two, two with Arcane. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. He's well, the Figgy one is He's a Hoosier native. The oh, owner yeah. is from Indiana. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty He's cool. from my town. From uh, yeah. Granger or yeah. South Bend or whatever yeah. it is. Our two highest rated collaborations we've done. We're, we're with both Arcane. Yeah. Very in, nice. And my idea. Mm. I just want to point that out. Oh. <laughs> nobody, idea. nobody knew how to make the figgy pudding one, but, you know, mm. Jeff, John. Yeah, Joe, I don't think any. Joe figured it out. Yeah. God, there's too many J names. Joe figured it out. Very mm. good. That one was awesome. I still have one can left. Yeah. It um. may or may not be available again at a fest. Oh, very good. So explain the process. Like, you come up with the brewery, like, man, I got an idea. Uh, let's 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 take for instance since Moore is here today, let's talk about Moore Brewing Company. You thought about Moore bringing them in. What's the first thing you do? If I'm gonna be honest, really quick, uh, we didn't think about Moore. We got told um, it's like a chain of events, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, Street Side is what we thought, and I know Eric's been there. I've been drinking from Street Side a little bit more often, but they're by Kings Island, and we're huge roller coaster fanatic so it's one of the like the top three places we would stop and that's why we wanted to pick street side and from street side yeah we, did. we didn't we no i'm not gonna make fun of garrett but we just wanted no, we to go sure, ride roller coasters garrett's kind of garbage <laughs> uh, but that's fine he treats, that wrong, that? He treats we me, only really like street side because we get to go to king's island mm. garrett treats me very poorly <laughs> he's uh, gonna be here for the beer fest right he sure yeah, is yeah, that's yeah, what he, i thought he, he they are our anniversary beer Right. So they are the collab we did with them. Uh, but he complimented me last time we were there, and I told him you can never knock me off that pedestal. So he messed up a little bit. But um, so we started with Street Side, 
and they did a collaboration with a, a brewery called Whiskey Hill out of basically Chicago. And so they linked us up with them. I, neither me or Eric had ever neither heard of Whiskey yeah. Hill. Nope. Turns out uh, Eric Flores has been working for the barrel conditioning for Bourbon County for Goose for a while. Yeah. So this dude can make some stouts, right? So we go, we link up with them, talking to them, and uh, where they're at is pretty close to the uh, Villa, Villa, Villa Park, Park location. More yeah. location, and he was like, hey, let me go link you up with these guys. Let's go talk to these people. So we never even thought about and we thought about them, More but we knew we knew nobody. We didn't know so, like, anybody. The, so the it biggest, was hard. the biggest thing in our in our in our concept is like we started off with everybody that we knew, or I knew. Um, be honest, like everybody that I knew, I knew of places. <laughs> I didn't know the people at those yeah. places, but I knew they. Sure. I was like, I like to drink here, mm-hmm. and then Eric figured out. Yeah, and I just I like I texted when when the concept first came up. It was a joke. We were drunk, and it was COVID, and there was nothing else to do, and it was. It was a joke. We came up with a name, came up with the idea, and then I called Xavier like two or three weeks later, and I go, hey, man, I talked to a couple of people that are friends that own breweries that are big names, and they all agreed. They all just said yes. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, let's do this. And, yeah, couple, so- and a month later, we signed a lease, and here we are. Yeah. yeah. So we ended up in more. That's that's what happened. Like obviously we know who more. You can't sure. not know who they are. Right. But sometimes you get the oh we're not ready to talk to them yet or we don't know anybody. So where where where's our in? And that's just kind of the chain of events. It was street side, from so from Ohio, mm-hmm. jump over to Illinois, get there. Mm-hmm. Been like you guys like Indian food, more serve some fucking great Indian food. Let's go over there. And then that day, I don't think I have the business card anymore. But I got a business card about who they were and what they were doing. And they're like, we're starting to get into Indiana. We're really thinking about hitting that market probably really early 2022. We would love if, you know, we'll be in there a little bit, but if you, if we could really do a, like a bigger launch through you guys. And that's, I mean, that's really how it happened. It oh, wasn't, it wow. wasn't any, any work on our part. Okay. We did work for what, five or six breweries. And then I would say for the most part, everything from there, I'm not going to say Eric, hasn't done work or kept in contact with people. He started trying to send me emails because I wanted to be involved, and then I he backed told me out to really stop quick. Sending him emails. <laughs> I send a lot of emails. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I can't talk to people that much. But uh, <laughs> so there's been work involved. But I mean, it's, it's it's a really cool concept and 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 feeling to see these people that we've got these relationships with that are like, you guys are actually legit. You kind of you're doing what you said you were going to do, and you're doing it the way you said you were going to do, which is something that's important for us. We didn't want to ever like oh, the money, or what could we do, or how much could we get? We didn't want to do that. We want to bring beer to people, and once the breweries see that, they start linking us up with more people. Oh, okay, and, yeah. And that's, I really think that's how we got in with more when we got in with more, and luckily they came in at a clutch-ass time because we did not have anybody for March of this year, and we had right. like three and a half months, and typically we like to have like seven or eight so we can work on a collab. We can we can talk to the brewery. We can get a feel for the brewery. We can go out maybe more than once. We can bring our staff out there. We can have a good time. We can talk to these people. And we were talking with Aaron when we went out to, what is it, Highland, whatever. Which Huntley. Way past Chicago, which we did not plan for that day, so we messed up a lot. Yeah. But uh, when, when the meeting came up, they were like, yeah, just meet us at the brewery. And me being the old school brewery person, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's in Villa Park. It's like three hours away. <laughs> and I start getting toward Villa Park, and I'm like, Wait. You know what? They have a new facility, and I wonder if that's really where like oh. corporate people are at. It's and I messaged an him, and, and he goes, "No, away. man, we need to meet at the production place." And it's another hour past. I'm like, "We're gonna be oh, an hour late." Oh god! Wow. <laughs> so sucks, yeah. they've been great, but we were talking, and and Aaron and uh, uh, it's Seth. I know that now. Mm-hmm. Aaron and Seth are here today. Yeah, uh, and Aaron's who we linked up with. Over there and was talking to us and showing us their, their Another new facility. Ginger. Fucking gingers. So, so many, many gingers. gingers. I love gingers. What's he do? What is uh and we'll beat him later on the podcast, <laughs> but what what's his role? He is the uh, brewery operations manager. So he oversees the whole thing, really. Yeah, most most of what happens at Moore. Uh, okay. You know, branding, sales team, oh wow, uh, brewery, brewing operations. Uh, he doesn't doesn't make beer, I guess. Mm. Uh, I think that's about sure. Kind of sounds like me. But in a bigger scale yeah. at a bigger brewery. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, we sat there for a while, and then he's like, he realized who we were, um, and we'll talk about that later with them. But he, we got a hold of their double space boots, which has uh, an astronaut on it. Which I was like, I love those cans, man, because our podcast logo is an astronaut guy. So hell yeah, it was great. And the beer was good, so it was good. Sometimes when you look at cans, you look at the can art, and you just want it. But then when you pop it open, it's like, Meh, it's okay. But, you know, this double dry hop, double IPA was great. So. More, more, makes, more makes great beer. Um, I mean, I'm sure they'll tell you about the history, but, I mean, the, the, the two Patel brothers, um, they owned a, like, liquor store that was pretty popular. They were doing lots of craft beer. And then they opened the Villa Park location, and now they have this, like, multi-million dollar production facility. They just broke ground on a third location uh, for a brew pub. Um, they're, just, they're just killing it on the middle west to upper west side of the Chicago suburbs. So, Let's talk about your year anniversary. It's coming up April 9th. This is a Thursday, by the way. This podcast will be out. If you're listening to this podcast right when it comes out, uh, Happy Friday, because it's Friday, the day after. So, um, April 9th. What's happening April 9th, guys? At your, you know, not we're, your place, I, but I, I, we're I, at. I'm going to die. This was, <laughs> uh, my death will be on April 9th, 2022. Rest in peace. If you can get a DeLorean and figure out how to bring me back, please do Ooh, that. But, 88 miles per hour. Yeah. Best worst decision we're, we've made yeah, uh, to, to date we don't need roads where we're going. Yeah, right. <laughs> Eric made it. We were making jokes earlier about biting off more than we can chew. Um, <laughs> it's not really a joke. Uh, so like we said, every month for the past year, we've tried to bring in uh, a different brewery, a different representation for our whole month. And we said, you know, it would be a really cool idea for our one-year anniversary. Not just throw a party and sit back. I've been a part of brewery culture. Or, or let's get a keg from each brewery and tap it at the bar. No, let's not do that. Because we have 12 lines and there's 12 brewery. No, fuck that. Eric and I said, we just love to work so much <laughs> that we have called in almost every single brewery that we had um, and a few friends are going to come back. So we're going to throw a beer festival. So we said, everybody, bring us beer. We're going to do... Uh, you know the the five ounce glasses and do the sample pours of pretty much any beer fest that you've regularly been to, um, and we want to give people an ex- a chance to either re-experience or experience or hit the people they missed or hit the people they didn't know uh, about before they even came and saw us or people that have never seen us before in general. So there will be fifteen different, um, we'll say vendors from a, from like an alcohol standpoint. We have all but one returning brewery and then. Uh, we have uh, Hoplor, who we didn't do a month with, and then we have uh, Viking, who we did not do a month with, but we've bought beer from them uh, throughout the entire year. We've got good relationships with them, and then we've tried to keep one mead on continuously throughout the oh, year. Oh, nice. Yeah. So Miss Behaven's going to come down Hell yeah. um, from, from Valpo, so we'll have... And then we have Blake's uh, from oh, Michigan, who's pretty much our cider option. Provider. Mm, very nice. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So who's we'll not have... coming back? You said there was one. I think we should just not talk about. Oh, that. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. All right. Well, I'm sorry. Sticky. Sticky okay. subject. Well, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't mean uh, to poke. I just thought. Well, you know, it's a conflict. No, 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 just our first shit. month. The, so we'll just leave it at that. Just okay. our first month. All right. Very so good. Very people good. who know who know, and that's what I mean. But, but we, if you but if you need a similar beer, we got a we got something. We do. We collab with Streetside for a unique anniversary beer called Midwesty. Right. And it will be available. For our anniversary, exclusively for our anniversary. It's good. Maybe never available again. We're not really sure how it's going to fall, but... Hey, uh, maybe it'll be a hit, and they'll just keep making it. Maybe they'll just keep making it, and we'll live in just, you know, fucking perpetuity for forever. But, um, yeah, just our first brewery. Uh, won't be making it back. Everybody else from May to this month, March, so more is our our bookend. Right. Um, they're the last brewery and then, of our and then first more, year. And then Mortalis, yep. because yes. they're our brewery of the month... For that month, they will also be at the fest. I'm yep. really excited about that one. Really excited about Mortalis. Yeah. So the question will be is, or or the the answer to the question will be is, Mortalis will essentially be at next year's too. Right. Probably. Well, as long help. as they say yes. Yeah. I mean, as long as they say yes, <laughs> it was hard enough to get them to agree to a a month in general. Those those guys can't keep beer in uh, oh, to sure. save their life, and they've been doing us a solid. Luckily. 
the pro rollerblading community is a really tight knit community. And that's yeah, one of the one part of the Lego one set, of, though, right? One of the one of the yeah, yeah. One of bring the, one that up again. I brought that up last yeah, time too. You I did, you did, because it was the wheelchair one. We had a discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people in wheelchairs are cooler than people who rollerblade. Josh, if you hear this, I don't think I do think that. I'm Actually, right. speaking of rollerblades, I saw a video where this it's a uh, some other country. Their police is actually on rollerblades. Yeah. Have you did you see this yeah, video? It's, 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 you know, it's a it's people to get around. Yeah, you know? don't it's people hilarious. think police are a joke though? Like I'm I'm confused. I just want to make sure yeah. that we're all on the same page. Yeah, I'm on the same page with you. <laughs> so police are jokes. Damn. And around the world, they're rollerblading. I'm not. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. How many of you motherfuckers? How many of you motherfuckers even at 36 years old can still do flips? That's true. Fuck you guys. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, the pl- uh, plus that. I'm yeah, not saying you do a flip. Are you kidding me? I tried. We made fun of you with your friends at the at the at the ramp. You yeah, didn't do a flip. I, sh- I, sh- I didn't do one that day. I never. So I've never seen you do a flip on video. You have from very recently. I'll do one this summer. Hey, come out and skate with this me. This is what you should do. <laughs> um, you should do a flip and on, on video, and then post it to a tap room, and then Done. say and then say. Done. And then you can be like a flip. in your face, Xavier. A trick. Right. A trick. Because T's are important. Yeah. Or, yeah, or yeah, a trick. Yeah. Right. In your you face, should... Xavier. That's what you should do. And then next we, week? Uh, yep. Yeah, let's do it. That's next week's challenge. Week. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't. If he does it, he does it. <laughs> now, that being said, but wh- I want the whole we're... thing filmed. So if you fuck it up once or twice <laughs> and you eat shit, I'll get the bloopers. I definitely. I either <laughs> wanted to say a trick or ain't no. shit. Yeah. That's what the video needs yeah. to say. And then you throw the, the T logo up mm. on either one of them. But also, I, I, I only do one. I can only do one still. Okay. Mm. And it's because I can land it every single time. Okay. Mm. But, hey. but the post needs to be titled, Watch Eric Turn a Trick. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah, you totally need to do it because mm-hmm. you're going to, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Or watch Eric eat shit. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. I might not land it, but eating shit is really not if in my you don't vocabulary. Problems all. No. Listen, all these brewers that you, um, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin like, no, like, no, we're gonna, okay, we're getting off base. We're not gonna keep talking about rollerblading for the next two well, hours. No, no, no. All these breweries that you have in contact with, the next time you collab, it should be like a rollerblade um, name or something. You know? I don't want to necessarily. Oh, oh no, 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 stop, stop. no, no. I, I don't want to throw the cat out of the bag, but so. Um, the owner of Viking is, yeah. a, is a rollerblader. Oh, there you go. The owner of Mortalis is also a rollerblader. There has Shit. been there has been a discussion about a yeah. beer called Fruit Booter. Oh, oh well, nice. no, while I like <laughs> the awesome. name and that's fine. <laughs> it's awesome. That obviously for reasons. But what's that <laughs> trick that you guys? What Josh asked me about, and I was like, Yeah, I'm in. And he's like, No, it's a trick name. When we were in New York, that's what the name of it should be. Porn star. No, 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 no. Oh, the, where your wheels are based on the grind. Is it a inverted or inverse something? Hold I don't on. know what the fuck you guys are talking yeah, about. Yeah, and I'll find it. Yeah, you do, because he asked me in our group text, and I was like, yeah, I'm in. And he's like, no, that's the name of a trick, stupid. Topsail? And then you were trying to show me based on where your rollerblade is and how your wheel is, if, if it's a reverse something or the different name trick or something. I was drinking Liftoff that day, yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm. Perfect. I was probably drunk. Great beer, yeah. by the way, from Daredevil <laughs> Brewing. Yes, great beer. That's always in my fridge. That's okay, my so staple. Okay, so Xavier looks for that. Yeah. Back to the beer fest. Where's yeah. it going to be? Yeah, where's it going to be? Oh, and yeah, how, yeah, how yeah. do people like attend? Yeah. Did they buy tickets? What, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. You can just go to our website, uh, ataproom.com. It says a fest at the top. And uh, it's at Martin Luther King Jr. Park at 21st and Broadway, just north of downtown Indianapolis and just south of uh, a tap room. So. Kelly, you're going to be there? I am going to oh, be there. Oh, yeah. that one. Savannah, Savannah or, or AOU. Yeah. yeah, so that's a very... Uh, right. No, that's what I'm saying. That should be the name of it. No, what's the name? Savannah yeah. what? It, no, none oh. of us will understand it because it's stupid. Yeah, 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 okay. it's, but it's, they uh, asked me about it, and I, it's all Savannah, and I thought he was talking about going to Georgia, and I fucked it up, and I sounded stupid, and it's fine. There's there's a very big controversy of, of a trick name in rollerblading, and half the community believes it's one thing, half the community believes it's the other. I'm right. <laughs> They're wrong. He was um, very drunk, and he was trying to show it to me on regular feet when we were at the Airbnb in New York, and I was just at the end of it, I was like, I don't care. It's the direction you cross your feet. But they're both just crossed. But it's right. it if you cross one foot in front of the other versus behind the other, uh, it's a different trick. It's like what what foot is in front is a different uh, name. Yeah, I got it. Nice. And the way Wait, you, you spin into it, it's it it's it'd be very. 
it's not worth it. It's hard, hard to explain. It's, it's hard to explain to rollerbladers, let alone people that don't. Roll. <laughs> well, no, I, I'm understanding it. Where I'm stuck is that you were demonstrating it without rollerblades, drunk at the Airbnb. That's, oh, you, that's yeah, the yeah, image that's that I'm in. It's I'm easy. in right now. I can now. do it right now. On the couch. Mm. I can show you. <laughs> no, it's not very, no, that's okay. No, It's not worth it. And then we talked about how Brink is a national treasure. and it's the Oh, best. Brink is a fabulous movie. Brink is such a good movie. It Soul is Skaters, good movie. for sure. I agree. I've watched Brink. It is Sorry. Great. I know, Kevin. This is not beer talk. Um, <laughs> that's all right. But man, yes, this is just April a tap talk. A fest. So many breweries. There will be food trucks and music. Food trucks. Oh, and uh, we, yeah, and nice. uh, we, just, we just signed a, uh, uh, a game uh, vendor, too. So there's going to be a whole area for it's kind of like cornhole did you um, finalize that yeah um hey guys we did some cool shit yeah so the there's gonna, there's to gonna be a whole game area mm. big like i think like i think they're bringing like other stuff other than their proprietary game like connect four and like all, all sorts hey, of stuff so. i fuck with connect four all the time <laughs> at the Cinco. so this is what i do i have a little connect four on my bar and then if people can beat me at connect four they get a beer if they lose they have to buy an extra beer and Shit. I and I've won like fifty sometimes. I've only lost like maybe five. Okay, Connect Four is like it's it's kind of like tic tac toe. You should like never lose. Oh no no no! You could definitely <laughs> there is techniques to Connect Four, and oh, um, I right, would well, challenge anybody that wants to play Connect Four. Let's, that, let's do this. Yeah. Oh, we're taking a picture, and there it is. Okay. All right. So guys, you you guys need to be at this festival. They're going to have some great, excellent beers and beers that you really can't find anywhere I mean, else. I mean, know? hell, Perennial was. They, their stout was rated the top six stout on Untapped for the whole year. Um, they're bringing some of that for VIP. So nice. there's a, I think a few dozen VIP tickets left. So grab them before they're sold out. All right. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a uh, sponsor break or just a break in general, and then we're going to get some uh, folks from more. We want to taste a little bit of their um, a little of their beers, and then um, talk about the the more brewing. Yeah. Does this sound like a good they're, idea? Yeah, they're going to be at the fest too. So. Hell yeah. All right, let's see if I can uh, push the right button. <laughs> you just... Is this it? Yes, it is. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by the Cinco Craft Beer Bar right in Bloomington, Indiana, where you can experience craft beer where you won't find anywhere else around. Trust me here when I say if you want to drink some kick-ass craft beer, the Cinco is where to go. If you like what you're hearing so far, don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe for our weekly craft beer adventures. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search O-H-H-A-P. That stands for Out Here Having a Pint. Also, you can follow us on our YouTube channel, Out Here Having a Pint. Would you like to support our show? Go to anchor.fm slash O-H-H-A-P and click our support button. We'll give you a live shout out right on our podcast. Like to sponsor our show? Ask us a question or make a suggestion? Just email us at outofherehavingapint at gmail.com. Nerds. This is Kevin from Out Here Having a Pint Podcast. Join us bi-weekly as we discuss everything craft beer. We are out here having a pint. We are out here having a pint. Part of the On Draft Network. Now back to the show. Now back to the show. All right, and we're back. Woohoo! All right, so. Kelly stepped to the side. Um, she's she's back Rightfully here. Rightfully so. Yeah, she's. <gasps> oh, oh shit. Fatality. Uh, yeah. So I'm leaving. <laughs> she, got, she got awkward. I'm no, leaving. Yeah. yeah. So she's she's right behind me, uh, enjoying the beers. But we do have Xavier on my left. We have Eric uh, is back after the break. And hey. And then introduce yourself. Who do we have for more brewing? I am Aaron Kiefner. Aaron, what do you do for uh, what do you do for more? Uh, so I am our director of business operations. Oh, hell yeah! All right. I said brewing operations last time. Yeah. I fucked up. No, I do more than just that. <laughs> mm. I handle the brewing operations and marketing and sales. Oh wow! So you're like a um, so everything goes through you basically. Yep. Oh, and then what? Your bosses are the Patel? Yes. Okay, all right, awesome. Now, 
I will have to say that I love more brewing because every time I go up in the, in that area, that Chicago area, we went up there because a friend of mine that is a part of our podcast, uh, he is the assistant brewer from Cedar Creek. We went up there to get the uh, soft serve machine. Um, the beer soft serve. So uh, the sales rep took us to more because you guys got one as well. Yes. And it's a phenomenal. And um, but we had your beers before. He always gets your beers. We drink it. And uh, double sp- double space boots was great beer. You, I had a chance to get that can. It was a similar label. No, no, it's great. It's a great. Who cares? Astronaut is an astronaut. You can't really like patent an astronaut. No. I mean, who did it first? Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I'm have, pretty sure somebody did it first before our Either one of you guys. Dude, I, think it was a, I think it was Neil Armstrong. Yeah, did, I, just I, I, I think, I was like, I think gonna, he did it first. Did they oh, have an astronaut first? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I, wasn't a Russian the first one in space, man? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Not man. the first one on the moon. I, I don't care about who made it to space first if you didn't have a video of you doing the shit. But it doesn't even matter because we're a podcast and, 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 and that's beer. So it doesn't, there's no... But you know what? I still have that can. I saved it. I saved that can. I'm not going to open it. Probably the hops have already like faded out on that already, but I, I have it because we're, the can art's great. We're remaking it. I'll, I'll, send, right. I'll send you some fresh. Oh, so yeah. we make that beer every like four or five months. So oh hell yeah. Uh, it, it got popular enough that we realized that we needed to remake it every yeah. so often. So when when we remake it, which is will be like May or June, I'll I'll send you some fresh cans. Hell yeah, so double dry hop, double IPA, that. which was amazing. Uh, we did an episode of uh, All More Beers. Um, just yeah. look at our archive and, and check that out. Yeah, for sure. All right, Eric, Xavier, you guys got some exclusive beers from, like, Morris brought you guys some beers. and So many stouts. So this is going to air tomorrow. So this is Thursday. This is airing tomorrow on Friday. So anybody that's listening to this, come to A-Tap Room, check out More Brewing, because we got some exclusive stouts here as well. So, Eric, uh, what did you bring us? You, you brought a little bit of a, a little... Um, what do you call it? Sampler? A little... Yeah, thing? we got yeah. Uh, we got the two big stouts that we tapped for uh, the, the Meet the Brewer or mm-hmm. slash Meet the Brewery yeah, uh, meet the day. Mm-hmm. Um, Double Origins and uh, Archetype the King, which is... Uh, the Archetype is a experimental stout, right? Yeah, so... Kinda like trial and error, sort of? <clears throat> we do... Uh, Henna and Archetype are kind of the two stouts that we've done in the past. Um... Archetype was a series that was introduced by our old head brewer um, and kind of a way for us to introduce new styles that we haven't done before. So the King was a peanut butter banana version that we did that, you know, this is uh, the the bananas. You'll get a little bit of banana at this point, but but being, you know, f- five months in the keg, <coughs> you're going to get a boatload of peanut butt butter. Boatload of peanut butter. Boatload of peanut butter on it. I would, I, I'd love peanut butter more than banana, amazing. so um, um, I'm here for it. It's delicious. What's this called again? Archetype. Archetype. So uh, the ABV on that is? 14%. Oh shit, we're not playing around. 14%. All of them are like that, and I yeah. had yeah. a few of them. Oh my god! So let me describe this beer. When you're looking at the beer, the color of it, it's like uh, you, I could put this Motor in my oil. car. I could put this in my car. Uh, you know, um, you cannot see through this at all. This is like pure black. And then when I'm uh, the the aroma on this, I do smell the peanut butter right off the bat. And then when I drink it, the body on it is what is amazing to me. And I'm so glad that the body of this beer is very thick, and it's. Um, it just coats my tongue, which is amazing and awesome. And hey, Ke- so, Kelly, so I, I kind of want to get in on that. Yeah, because he's talking about things that are thick and <laughs> coating your tongue. Coating your tongue. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to be a part of this. Discussion well, okay. Now. Sorry, Kevin. I don't need uh, to. No, so you're you're good. You're all good. But, but we're going butter. we're going back to Kelly's <laughs> cream pie over here. Damn it. No, we're not. No, we are not. We are not. <laughs> Holy <back to> shit! <laughs> well, this is a, this is a repeat of last episode. <laughs> We are not. So, no, I want to talk about this peanut butter because sometimes the peanut butter stouts get to me because sure. it has a very artificial taste to it. Yeah. This does not. This yeah. was actually really, really good. And at 14%, I would not, I like, that can get in 
that can give you trouble. So have you had a lot of this, Xavier? Yeah, like, look at him. Xavier's about four sheets to yeah, the wind look right at him. now. Yeah, oh, sure he's getting... had, I'm trying to I'm trying to to taper off. You need to stout you, day with all the villa pills. You need to murder I'm, your I'm thirst. I'm not really thinking that that's working out. You can point it as much as you want to, bro. Every more, every single one that I have passed the shit that I drink every time. It's and it's accidental. People are just like, "Hey, do you want this?" I'm like, yeah, of course I do. And then I'll drink one of these, and it just. I'm not riding it out. It just I don't I don't know where the the peak is yet. I'm still climbing. <laughs> You're gonna find out that tonight what the peak is, buddy. <laughs> no, that's hey. I'm, I'm Xavier. Have you drank on the double origin yet? <laughs> I did. I took a. Is that is that what this uh, one is? Yeah. I took a. Uh, that's yes. fucking. I'm gonna talk about very it. very good. Yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll go into that beer. I'm gonna talk about this. I'm a sucker for peanut butter. Anytime there's peanut butter beer, that's a that's that's Kevin bait. I'm coming out and, and, and trying it. Um, this you, you just want to live in it. I just want to live in it. You know, I just want. I just want to. Hey, where, hey, where's that uh, Wilter Brimley button? Oh, it's that is thick. true. That is, it is thick. <laughs> so when I, when I, when <laughs> I first, when I first drank it, though, man, I'm telling you what, it is very rich, very rich indeed. The yeah. peanut butter is great. It's got a great peanut butter uh, butter taste. Kelly hit it right on the head. Uh, we we tasted some um, breweries when uh, they have I'm a not peanut butter. Not even, yeah, I'm not even gonna go. <laughs> of course she did. I'm really sorry. I tried so hard to not say anything, but I couldn't. Of course she did. But um, but this peanut butter tastes uh, very natural to me uh, in my mouth. But yeah, when I when I do taste it, it's <laughs> that's not the only thing. <laughs> what the hell? Well, but when I do taste this beer, the first th- the first thing that comes to my mind is like, holy moly. I'm Wilfred Brimley, and I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about diabetes. <laughs> Can I make? Yeah. Can I make a, a suggestion yeah. really quick? Yeah. So obviously Amazing. that's for like sweet diabetes beers, yeah. shit like that. You you kept saying this was rich. I don't know if there's a clip out there of like Jeff Bezos going, I'm Jeff Bezos. And but I'm when rich? you say it's really rich oh, gotcha. and not sweet, oh. we don't need a Wilter Brimley button. We need a Jeff Bezos button. Fair or enough. the uh, the Bo Burnham song, the, the Jeff Bezos, I whatever. Get that. Just I fucking, get that. Like, this beer's rich as fuck, and then you just hear, I'm Jeff Bezos. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's a fucking badass yeah. idea. And uh I will hey, do that. Hey, patent pending. Yeah, uh, we're gonna every time you hit that button, we're yeah, gonna need a little yeah, bit of a yeah, kickback. Yeah, like what? Like a 0.02 percent uh, of of nothing. I'll pay you in crypto. How about that? Uh, oh shit! I'll take nothing. I'll take that all day long. No what shit. Are you yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> man, so this is uh, this is amazing, man. Uh, you probably don't have these in bottles or anything, do you? Do, do no. These? Okay. So- these were were released in uh, two pack cans. Oh shit! Which sold out pretty quick. Uh, I bet they did. So yeah. That was so. Uh, this particular variant was released in, I believe, October or November hmm. um, of last year, and so we did just a certain amount of kegs that we held back just to do for. You know, specialty events, and this is actually what they, what a tap room is tapping is the last keg. This is the last keg that oh, exists shit. of this beer right now. Wow. So it's not Damn. to say that we won't do a barrel aged version of this. You mm. know, there's very much so a possibility that we will, but they legit got the last keg of Archetype the King that exists. Oh, wow. So. Why do you got a barrel I know, I know Can people. I ask you that? I know people. Uh, why not why? barrel age it? Wait, why? How about how about why not? Why? No. why not? I, I feel I feel like his statement. Why not? I feel like right. his statement actually meant there are barrels of it. The question is, do they turn out? No, good there's the- always a. So we we don't like we don't barrel age beer with adjuncts in them usually. Right. So literally anything can then be existent depending on what we're pulling. So. It's rather than, you know, when we were doing beers like with uh, Bottle Logic that maybe have vanilla in them, in the barrels, most of the time the base beer is just the base beer and then we're adding adjunct to it after the fact. So we basically can determine, you know, a month out of actually releasing it of what the beer is actually going to be with the adjunct and then usually... Usually it's like one, anywhere from one to four weeks 
uh, in the barrel that, depending on what you're adding to it, uh, determines what the actual beer is. So normally when you're adding um, vanilla bean or something like that, you might want to actually add the vanilla bean to the barrel for a certain amount of time. But usually you want to add the adjunct to the barrel actually when the barrel is coming out and you don't actually want to uh, adjunct the barrel itself on the adjunct because you'll just get really harsh flavors or things like that that you don't actually want to impart in the beer itself. So for the most part, it's the beer that's in barrel. You're adding the adjunct, whether it be, you know, Hazelnut, peanut butter, whatever. You're you're adding after the fact. Yeah, like in, so. when you bright tank and you blend all the barrels together. Yeah. You know, because a big place like Boar, I, I don't know, probably don't do very many single barrel releases, maybe? No, we don't. Uh, yeah, you're, I mean, you're blending that stuff together. You're making sure that it tastes the way that you want it to, and then you're adjuncting it in. Special Reserve is literally like the only beer that we're really doing like that single barrel. Even, um, you know, we're the Mendy Special Reserve series is literally we we created that to do a single barrel version of, you know, last year's was uh, Weller Special Reserve, this year's was Old Rip Van Winkle. Uh, we may or may not have um, Eagle Rare barrels nice. that we're looking to do at a future, whether that be late. 2022 early 2023 i'm gonna put my my reserve (coughs) fingerprint on one of those just right now but but with that it's like you know i was telling our team we have a collab that we're doing with transient oh my god so we Mm. did a collab with transient that is aged in four different barrels um and they are barrels that ultimately we we are you know deciding whether or not we feel like we need to adjunct those and you know I'll, I'll tell those on the podcast right now like those barrels are uh elijah craig 14 mm. uh weller special reserve oh shit uh blanton's and old rip van winkle barrels yes. so it's, it's kind of a shit. it's kind of a thing where i'm like do you think we need to add adjuncts to it because those of us right now are like no, nah, we bro. don't. We don't think no. we need to. Like, I think those uh, barrels speak upon themselves that it's like, if you add adjuncts to it, you're taking like, away from the barrel. That for point. sure, yeah. yeah, for sure. So I have something really quick. There's a lot of times that I know we ask people for things. Blah blah blah. I'm saying me personally, when that comes out, <laughs> I would really, 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 really love. Just like a heads up or be like, hey, bro, this is out. And or I say, cool, let me come get some. I don't don't want to not have some of that. Cool. That's all I'm saying. In and around your face hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would would drown in it. Like Kelly and whatever the (laughs) dark thickness is. But (laughs) now, now, hold on. What I'm saying, hold on. What I'm saying. You and everyone. Not not everyone. What have they been telling you? No, don't listen to No, no, I'm just saying. No, no, no. I also, I love transient. I've spent so much time in lines of transient because they can't run a beer festival. Transient. I will legit tell you that our brewery team was like, can we do four different variants based on the barrels that everything? And I was like, no. I'm like, I just want a bottle. Because you're going to get 120 bottles. I all the barrels, and I was like, these barrels are amazing. Imagine how amazing this will be when we just add everything. Like blend, like when we blend everything, holy crap, this is going to be amazing. Mm. And I'm like, I want nothing more than to be like, hey, we're releasing an Imperial Buckwheat Stout with that was aged for 18 months in this barrel, this barrel, this barrel, and this barrel. Like, yeah. Yes, it, it doesn't like need an to say like idea. this barrel, this barrel, this barrel, this barrel, with vanilla beans or oh, well, this, that's wrong. this adjunct or this adjunct or this adjunct. You know what it's you like, should do and not should do. I have no space saying what anyone should do because I have a very tertiary knowledge of how to brew things. But 
I will say there was a brewery here that did a really, really, really big stout like that. And then they had a couple of bottles that actually they threw a vanilla bean or whatever in. And they said, hey, these are these variants. They've got whatever in them. Sit on them for a couple months so you can develop that flavor. But they didn't ruin an entire, not ruin, but they didn't change an entire batch. And I will say I sat on mine for a year. And it was, it was pretty fucking cool to see the difference between the base and that. That's my only thing. But also, you did not confirm. You said me and everybody else. I would like to say I'm not everybody else. I just paid you a bunch of money. I would love, like, one <laughs> bottle. Damn. Just one, just, like, a I heads mean, up. Like, a bottle. Like, so a heads we're, up. we're talking about whether... Uh, that being said, it's funny that you say that because I have talked about, like, hey... We're going to have an X amount of barrels that we're releasing. It's me a lot. Like, that's a lot of beer. And so I have said, like, uh, similar to, you know, I came from Revolution where we used to do the Deepwood series. And then you did, like, Mad these. You, you did, like, like these sanctuary barrels that were available only on draft. Yeah. That were limited to one keg. So for me, it was like. Hey, what's to say that we can't do this transient collab? And what's to say that we can't pull off a keg and then throw vanilla beans in it and have a, just a one-off keg that if people go ape shit for, great. Like now we have something in the future of like, hey, let's redo this collab <clears throat> with transient. Let's add vanilla beans to it mm-hmm. and we'll release it. Like it's gonna be two years from now, but why can't we release this two years from now? And people realistically should be just as excited as they were for this beer. Yeah, and then once you add now. once you add more adjectives, that's you a, know literally <laughs> like that's the whole basis I'm of Revolution's program. <laughs> like I, just, I was a part of that, like the Sanctuary series, where they are literally taking beers and going these these barrels were leaking, and we moved them into these barrels. And a lot of them were like, oh, people lauded these beers. They've released, as far as I know, three beers thus far based on the Sanctuary series of people lauded these beers and now they became what they are. Like, it's it's just smart. Mm -hmm. It's like you're literally using barrels that you're using for one-off use to determine... What do people really want and are interested in to determine what your barrel program expands to? Like, it's it's genius. It's it's really, really smart. Yeah, I know that uh, Brandon, uh, he's part of our podcast. He loves barrel-aged beers. Um, he's listening to this probably right now, just creaming himself, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because hey, hey, he gets a lot of more beer. He, we, hey, Brandon. Yep. This double origin I'm drinking right now is fucking delicious (laughs) you should be here he introduced me actually to uh more brewing he gets a lot of cans from more uh from you guys and uh man we we just love it for sure yeah all right what's this what's this next one we got um uh i am it was what he just talked about i know we're gonna and then we're gonna try it next but the the peanut butter one I'm going to let it sit out for a little bit and let it room temperature because I think it's going to be amazing once it, uh, once it starts getting warm. What, um, and then, oh, you already tried the next one. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. All right. That's uh, all you. That's all me. Me and Kelly, we're going to do it. All right. Oh, shit. Yep. A lot of barrel on that. Barrel age, baby. I, I smell it. Mmm. Mmm. Kelly, again, um, the, the body on, man, the body on that's great. And, um, it looks thick. It looks like motor oil. It is. <laughs> She's thick. So that is a barrel edge stout we did with a uh, bottle logic. Yeah. That has uh, three different kinds of coconut. Oh wow. And three different kinds of coffee. Mm. Did you say three different kinds of coconut? Yes. <laughs> There's more than one. Yeah. Oh, they, yes. You've got yes. Toasted, toasted, toasted. Coconut? Oh shit! People, now I get now like now like varietal of coconut. People make coconut from different <laughs> regions of the country. Xavier, <laughs> come on. So like coffee beans. Yeah, uh, and like hops. Yes. I'm not even actually trying to be 
the way I've been oh. all day. I actually <laughs> he's actually just, curious. Okay, no, yeah, I yeah. actually just thought like coconut. You, you, I never actually thought that they tasted from different. different parts of the country. Yes. Yeah, so soil's different. Coconuts. Sure, but I didn't actually think it made the coconut's coconut. I, I really coconut is made. So first <clears throat> off, coconut is made in different regions. Sure, uh, throughout the world, and out, outside of that. You have different t- types of coconut where you can have your uh, toasted coconut, uh, raw coconut, which is not toasted, but then also your candied coconut. Mm, sure. Which this utilizes not only three different types of coconut, but also three types of coconut. Preparation of coconut? That we, yes. That we used not only three separate types, but also... Uh, toasted coconut, raw coconut, and candy coconut. So you did three different kinds of coconut three different ways, or you did three different coconuts, each coconut a different way? Three different types of coconut, three different types of ways. Shit. Okay, all right. Uh, that's cool. I, didn't, yeah. I, I mean, it's something you don't think about, so right? Because you hear coconut, the candy you think coconut, of bar. The candy coconut yeah. gets you a lot of, like, sweeter characteristics. That's where you're getting, like, your super ridges, residual sweetness from it. Mm-hmm. Um, your toasted coconut is where you're getting some of your, your roast from. And then your raw coconut is where you're getting like, kind of like, in the best way, it's like kind of that like oily characteristic where. The, you can't the, even talk about smoked coconut or bacon coconut yet. There's mm, so much damn, coconut. Yeah. All right, Bubba Gump, calm down. <laughs> <Yeah>. But. <laughs> I just, I actually, it wasn't, it wasn't one of those. I know I, I'm an annoying person most of the time, but like I didn't, I didn't think about it. Like, yep. coconut from different regions yep. develops a different flavor because most of the time you hear For coconut, sure. same way you hear banana. Bananas yeah. are grown, I'm sure, different places and they taste different, but you got a, a, a flavor profile in your head based on certain things, it's not kind of based on to like if you get. If you get Thai banana and you get regular banana, they're mm. both banana, but they're completely different. Like Thai banana and, and Ugandan banana are 100% different types of banana. So I get Kroger banana, bro. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't think about it like that. That's the problem. Like it's cool to think about it like that, or cool to hear about yeah, it like that. Because yeah. there's so many things I think people take for granted when it comes to, uh, we'll just say produce in general for all of the. You know, shit people eat. Totally. And I, I don't know. I never I mean, really thought about it before. So I'm that's good. kind of an interesting kind of take. And the fact that you guys did three separate regional of something, but you didn't just pick each regional thing and do something different to yeah. it. You took the three regional and still treated it the three different ways. So you get more of that complex. It's very good beer. Uh, and it, I wouldn't come out quickly and be like, oh, this is super coconut. It's it, it, there's no right. artificial flavor to it. It does lend itself very well to it. And I think that you guys taking the care and and time to know that versus somebody who says, "I like craft beer. I do all this stuff," and then says, "Oh, coconuts taste different." For sure. You know. So yeah. I'm gonna squirt some extract in this beer. I love fucking extract yeah. though. Like I, <laughs> I like when people take the time, but extract. If you need, if you're in a pinch, <clears throat> and you got a little jar or something, and feel like, oh, vanilla. I go to the store and buy that. I'm like, I would also drink an entire thing of just. I think within extract. reason. That's the honestly that that is the reason that we have a partnership with uh, Dark Matter Coffee for a lot of our shit. Is yeah, they they don't just we don't just release a beer with them and they go, oh, we have we have this bean. We're just going to do this generic bean. With that, like when we have a sout that we do with them, they know like what are the flavor characteristics you're going for with this, and we're like, hey, we like <clears throat> we dropped all of the roasts like out of the grist because we want to impart uh, roast straight from the coffee. Yeah, and so they know like, hey, rather than doing this. Uh, you know, certain blend that we did for maybe a past beer, like because they dropped out, like literally with CO3, we dropped all the roasts out because we said, hey, we want all the roasts to come from the coffee. And so there's no roasted malt in that beer. 
because we wanted all the roasts that to actually come for the coffee. And so Dark Matter knew like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna give you coffee that imparts all the roast from the actual coffee because you're not putting roast in the actual <clears throat> grist bill for this beer. So it's just mostly chocolate malt? Yeah. And then okay. Uh see I mean, that's cool as shit. Like a, hearing hearing stuff like that, I think it's actually really cool because it, it shows the complexity to There's a lot of Maris Hotter. <laughs> there's always a lot of Maris Hotter in stouts or barley wines, but uh yeah, it's But it shows thought, right? Like so I think <clears throat> and, and and it's impossible, I think, to impart how top tier the, the stouts we're drinking are tonight and, and as somebody that drinks yeah, a lot of I was telling you earlier when you came in and I was talking a little bit of shit about some of the hoppy stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, it's good. You can tell it's good, but like it's it's whatever. And then you do the dark stuff, and and that's my wheelhouse. That's where I live. And and you know, I tell the difference between somebody that has a, a base understanding of how a dark beer is brewed, how a how a a porter or a stout or an imperial stout, or like how do we barrel age this? What barrels do we? You can tell when people know what they're doing, and then you can te- tell when people care about what they're doing and try to push the envelope on it For a little sure. bit and, and stuff like that. And I think that's one of the, the things that I've liked about your guys' stout program in general. Like, I haven't had a, a bad beer from more. And, and you know, a, anytime we go somewhere, Eric's always like, well, how's their IPA taste? If their IPA's garbage, I'm not, fuck them. I'm not having them on as a brewery or whatever. And, and then you'll have me be like, if they can't make a good stout, then fuck them. Depending on what month it is, like if it's like June, then sure, make a bunch of crispy boys. That's all people want to drink. But that's where he goes. Ah, from. but also if you can't make a lager too, it's it's yeah, those but three, it's, it's, it's those it's those lager three style IPA, and that's and that's what we build. People always ask us like, how do you pick? How do you pick? Do you just look at untapped? Do you just look at untapped? And I'm like, we'd be stupid not to look at untapped. But at the same time, I I think it depends on person by person. You can have a lot of dish, you know, disingenuous people rating beers because. Uh, you know, we've talked to breweries who are like, well, you know, if we make a a lager, people run us over the coals because this isn't the kind of beer that we make and it, and it fucks our rating up. So, I mean, Untapped is, yeah, very disingenuous a lot. And so when we went to to you guys and I, I knew a little bit about your stout program and I hadn't had a ton and, and stuff like that. And I just remember drinking through it. I'm like, holy, holy fuck, what the, like, this is incredible. And then, you know, when we actually met with you over at the... Uh, the, the farther, not Chicago place that we didn't know we were going to. Uh, we were an hour late for. Yeah, that was rough. But I had a lot of fucking yeah. cheese curds and that burger of the month or whatever that you guys had. Very, very, very good. Uh, but your guys' attention to detail and trying to figure out some of those little things that I think a lot of people take for granted and yeah. don't understand that there are complexities that you can bring out and some of these stouts and it's just you drink them and you don't have any of that weird astringency on the back end the body doesn't start thin and then feel weird or doesn't start a little bit thicker but thin out on the back end like you can really coat right. your palate yeah. and, the, and the more it aerates and stuff like that you get a lot yeah. of these really interesting flavors that for me it's a stupid comment like oh shit there's like more than one coconut but yeah. then you think about it and you're like oh that's how you get a lot of these still coconut notes without feeling like I'm eating a, a goddamn candy bar. Well, and to be fair, I fi- think that's very yeah. no the peanut butter thing. That thing, yeah, that's just incredible. I, 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 I'm, in, I'm impressed too because because more obviously, if, if people don't know, have a pretty new, very large production facility, mm-hmm. yeah. and somebody for me working at a brewery, not not being a brewer, but understanding the complexity of brewing. And having your beer in, you know, five, six, seven years ago, and then still having it, <clears throat> excuse me, having it today, and it still being the quality while you guys have ramped up largely, that's, I mean, people talk about Budweiser. No, it's incredible. But, it's a word. But yeah. how, how can you make a beer that crisp and clean that tastes the same and you make it a million places? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a small craft brewery to make the jump from a small brew pub like you guys were to a multi-million dollar production facility says that, you know, it showcases how well you guys know how to do things. And not many people can do that starting a small brewery. Yeah. yeah. So this so. beer in particular with this coconut, man, uh, even though it's barrel age, 
it, it, it tastes like a Mounds bar to me, man. It's great. I love it. And I'm going to let it, I'm also letting this uh, sit for a little bit so I can drink that as Just warm well. up? Just let it warm up. All right, guys. So, um, all right. I think um, we're up to the hour. We need to get back upstairs because we're in the basement of a tap room. We're going to go upstairs. Grab um, some more beers. People want, grab some more beers. People want to talk to uh, more uh, because they are here at a tap room uh, all month long, right? Yeah. And yeah. then come in and, and, and taste their, not only their terrific stouts, but they have all kinds of others. I had their pills. I had their red ale. And um, the IPAs, New England IPAs is great as fucking well, man. August 9th. August 9th, come out August 9th. Everyone is coming back uh, from the yeah, previous everybody's year. Everybody's coming back. Oh, yeah, it's going to be good. Everybody minus one. Fucking time. <laughs> April, not August. Oh, April. shit. What? April 9th. April 9th. That's I, said I said August. Did I, say, I said April 9th, right? No, I said August. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's had, some, he's had some more stuff. So yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm mean, I mean, the chick for a ticket in the bio. Yeah, link it. Yeah, Don't I would definitely um, link this in the bio in the description. And um, guys, come on out here. What do we do after every episode? We raise our glasses, guys. Come on, and I will. I will. Uh, I will do this, and we say, "Cheers, you little crap beer nerds!" Woo-hoo! <laughs>